Speaking of being annoying, mm. okay, paint, paint your hell. Mm, okay, okay. Um, transition nailed. Paint my hell. Okay. So far, the transitions have been pretty hot. <laughs> <laughs> These tools are for you to use. Welcome to This Is Your Afterlife, conversations with artists and activists about death and life. I'm Dave Marr, a comedian from Chicago who survived a coma and lived to start a podcast begging for answers to unanswerable questions from artists and activists alike. And I, uh, this is the, this is part two of the reverse of So, that's that's what we've got. The reverse of Rue is previous guests, fellow comedians, friends, Megan Strickland and Claire Favret asked me the questions I normally ask guests. So that is what you're about to hear is part two of that. If you haven't heard part one, that's totally okay. Go back and listen to it, though. It's a, it's a fun episode. This is either the best introduction to the podcast or the worst. I hope the best. But, you know, we're, we're not in charge of how our, our art is received in the world. Okay. If you want to support the show, please go to the Patreon, patreon.com slash Dave Marr. And I forgot to say hi, Clouds, at the beginning of this episode. I'm still going to try to remember to do that. The, um, the, that's what you are. If you're listening, if you're enjoying, you are, you are Clouds. You're a Cloud. The Pigeon Level patrons who get a shout out in every episode are Fred Fidoa, Kurt Chang, Katie Llewellyn, and Susie Carroll. You can join them. You can also get playlists. You can get bonus content. You can get the full extended episodes of the podcast. As much as you might think that a two-part Reverseroo episode is everything, there are expanded versions of both of these on the Patreon. So get that. Follow Megan and Claire. You know what? Don't follow Megan and Claire. Follow me, you know, uh, at This Is Dave Marr on everything. Sign up for my newsletter at my website, thisisdavemarr.com. Join my upcoming personal story workshops on Thursdays. You can find all of that information on my social media and my website if I update it in time. Okay, this is getting long, so let's get back into it. The reverse of I grab your whip and take it back to Shatown. When I'm in Shatown, I treat it like. Speaking of being annoying, mm. okay. paint, paint your hell. <laughs> Mm, okay okay um nailed great paint my hell so far the transitions have been pretty hot (laughs) (laughs) um okay here this is what this is the one that i was thinking the most about in terms of like fake answer versus joke answer right Mm -hmm. um or wait joke answer versus quick pop in well we do have a section later called like Claire Megan questions. So maybe I'll say Love it. it. So never mind. Yeah. Wait, what? I'll questions? say that. I was going to pop yeah. in with like kind of one of those questions, and I'm like, let me leave it. Gotcha. Gotcha. Got- okay. Great. 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 Um, so paint. So I'm, so I'm going to answer both, right? The, the joke answer and the, and the realist mm. most terrifying. Mm. Both would be really terrible, but the like joke answer that's like the, the, it, I'll just say like the glib answer. I asked Hope, my partner, about it. I was like, what is my answer 
like to this question and she was like, um, maybe like a conversation on Slack. <laughs> um, and I was like, yeah, I guess that's pretty good. So I guess it would be someone who is, um, making an argument that I hate how they're arguing about why we shouldn't defund the police. Okay. And they're making this argument and I see all of the holes in their argument. Mm. Um, and I go to, I go to type <laughs> my response. Oh God. And actually I'll take it from my real life. Cause I, I have this, I mean, people won't be able to see this, but I have this mobile keyboard now Ooh. that I, that I have on my computer because my regular laptop keyboard does not work. So, and what happened is just certain letters stopped working. Right. Okay. So oh. I go to type a response to this douchebag and it just is not, <laughs> and I'm, and I'm risking pressing enter on like, you know? <laughs> and so, and so I'm, but I have, I have some of the specific arguments Actually, maybe even more. It's just a feeling, and I don't even know the exact words mm. for it, and I don't have the ability to respond. And I keep seeing people emoji react to these messages with like hands up, like uh, uh, what, what is that? The the like, like almost whoop, the like Rockefeller, like, like <laughs> yeah, like whoop whoop hands up gesture, <laughs> and I just can't respond. And and wow. that's and it's just that feeling of like trying to bring something up and express it while being bombarded with like oh, wrongness. Oh. Yeah. That would be, that would be, that's like the glib answer. Yeah. That sounds wow. like hell. But the that real answer. <laughs> the real answer. <laughs> How are we able to handle it? I mean, well, <laughs> you tell me the real answer would be something like, um, it, it would have to. What would it, it? It would have to be. Because it's tough. Because I can think of specific split second things that would be terrible. But I'm because it's hell. I'm picturing it's going on forever. And at a certain mm. point, like I was gonna say, like throw me no suit into like a nebula. Um, Cause I used to look at those pictures of like space, like nebulas that everyone's like, they're so beautiful. And I hated, I like, I was like, this is terrifying. Like, this isn't like a pretty picture that someone drew. Like this is supposedly like outside and like mm -hmm. up and around and, and just the scale of it, like freaked me oh the God. fuck out. Right. So I was like, throw me into a nebula. That's Maybe that's what I'll say. Cause I was like, throw me into a nebula, no suit. I just have the moment of like, oh my God. And then physically my body starts like doing whatever it does in space. In right. Nebula. But then I was like, well, if that's just constant, eventually I know that. Right. Th that it's never going to end. And I'm just like, well, I guess I'll try to enjoy the nebula or something like that. You know, I uh, the problem with all the hells is that they, well, but, but so here's what I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> cheat and say, <laughs> Probably all the hells is actually could end up just kind of enjoying it if you're going to be burning for eternity. <laughs> but but so what I'll say is 
<laughs> and I think I can do that is find a way to make that nebula moment mm. exist without getting um ripped to get, shreds or whatever. Get, getting ripped to sh- no, no, no well, without getting no bored oxygen. of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> making that moment just constantly. So maybe it's having that moment exist for 30 seconds and then your whole consciousness wipes and you're, and you're brought. Oh back my up. God, Dave, why are you doing this to us? <laughs> I'm that's just saying that's, that's my like that, real hell, you know? You did it. Yeah, that's pretty bad. That's dark. Podcast well, over. <laughs> we did it, folks. What, <laughs> what was the, what was the Sandra Bullock movie? Gravity? I, Is I was that of one? course thinking of that right away. Oh, yeah, I've never has. seen I've never seen it, but that's like what it is, kind of, right? She's yeah. just like kind of out in space, and she's like not maybe not flopping around. To. George Clooney. George Clooney goes gone. He's gone. He's over. And oh, that's shit. the thing: if you get like five feet too far in space, it's like, well, we cannot get you. You're done. <laughs> they're like trying to I grab well you, like they're in a miles. lake, they're on a pier, and they're like, we cannot get you. <laughs> Are. I don't know if that's real. I mean, I guess if you don't have any way to, this just feel like that's in so many space movies. But I guess if if you don't have um, any more power, you you have no way of like the jet. I mean, other than like going like, yeah, like you get out and push the spaceship or something. Like yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. Seems well, I mean, honestly, Dave, for me, being in space, hell. So mm-hmm. any just any specific description of space is like, yeah, of course. Yeah. That's like a even deeper, darker hell like please just like don't send me to space yeah but some of the things like if if it weren't in space seeing the earth rise would be amazing like i think that would be so cool but then i would just want to you know what it is i think i would like if they could like give us like uh goggles or something where they had where you could see through some telescope or whatever on the moon that watched the earth rise that would be cool you know i guess actually they Probably have footage on YouTube. Yeah. Of the earth rising or something. Yeah, the earth rising. (laughs) YouTube, the goggles. YouTube, the. Get some VR. Get Tim's VR goggles. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So that's good. Now, now, Dave, we sort of come to this question. Actually, you know what? We'll save that one for the last one. I think the next one should be kill one thing and this is typically mm-hmm. what you would end on but we're not going to kind of end on this but i'm gonna say you know kill one thing like what's something that exists in culture and claire help me out here if i'm you're doing uh, so good you know that is like annoying to you and you just sort of like get out of here not too right. big yeah 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 can't be big can't be grand you know you so you know that this is the one that i've like most phased out yes. um, kill the kill one i thing. love yeah. this question oh really because but your it's answer too- was the best well, what was your answer, Meg? Oh, <laughs> dishwasher, garbage disposal. The garbage disposals. Yeah. No, I. I mean, because the the real answers, you know, everyone. Even when you said that, I was like, oh, like abolish the police, you know. But right, that's right. not. Not that it's not a real answer. Not that there's not some interest or maybe even humor to be gotten from that. But that's not. Mm. It's just. It's just a tough question. Yeah. So. Taking it on the more, maybe it was you, Megan, who Larry said, David. "Yeah, cur- the curb your enthusiasm level." Which, when you said that, I was like, "Oh yeah, this is just like 
It's a current yeah. question. It's a it's a Seinfeld writing prompt, basically. Yeah, it's like write it's like write a current episode. Yeah, yeah. So okay, so this is really I. This is one where I wish I had written things down, but I was kind of operating on a like that that felt um uh wrong. Like I felt like I couldn't do that for some reason. Um and moment. Because there are a lot of things that I wish I could just kill and heck yeah, like okay, so basically, um, basically, I wish I could. I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna give multiple answers. So I think I wish that I could be the only person on the block of sidewalk that I'm on <laughs> um, like no matter what. So it's like, I don't want these people to die, but if they could be constantly rerouted, so I don't have to be behind anyone. No one has to be behind me and I'm yes. not meeting anyone face to face. I just want permanent mm. one clear block, sidewalks, clear sidewalk. Yes. Until you um, arrive at your destination until. Uh, yeah, 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 exactly. Because then you wouldn't want to feel like you're in a zombie apocalypse. Nobody no, 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 no. It's just the sidewalks. Okay, got it, got it, got it, got it. Um, then <laughs> clear sidewalks, private sidewalks for life. Um, VIP. <laughs> um, uh, uh, silent. And discos. is that because just like navigate? Okay. Oh. Okay. Yes. Wait. We have to hold on. I just feel like we didn't dive enough into yeah, sure, the sort sure, of private sure. sidewalks and sure. silent discos already an a plus yeah sort of answer i feel like but like is it just like is it the navigating another per- is it like oh god is it that like sort of figuring out do i do the half smile do i say hello mm. like it, it, there, there's when someone's approaching it's like okay i see them but i'm going to be like looking away for a while because then yep, i don't want to yep. be staring yeah, at them like, all it's of just it. that whole oh, there you all are. of it and just it's being- like the worst of human interaction right surface it's not and and it's people too close and it's like i'm i'm frustrated that someone's like using it wrong uh Uh, and and then i'm frustrated with myself that i have a right and wrong way to use the sidewalk you know what i mean yeah they're not following the rules they're like oh god i guess i'm like yeah right and and even if they're in front of you like walking in the same direction you're from that's enough of like a it's a visual it's distra- of, I like I like yeah. having an uninterrupted like it it allows me to it I, I can't clear my mind if I'm like looking at people ahead, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. And then behind you, of course, is just sort of the it follows thing. I just want to turn around and be like, just go, go. <laughs> like literally that happened to me like in the last week. I just go someone around. was like going and I was just literally I think I literally just stopped. And just waited for them to go. Because I'm like, I hate this. Like, how do you not, if you know you're going to pass me, how do you not speed past me? Just like, pa- yeah, fucking just already book passed. it, dude. Make like, a choice. Yeah. 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 Don't allow your natural pace to one to at one point pass me. If you know passing is inevitable, make it happen as, so- as soon as you can. Right, right, right. And if we truly are going the same pace, then just go faster Sit than down. me for a long <laughs> enough, for a long enough stretch that then our pace doesn't 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 matter go inside anymore. a store you know give yeah. it a yeah. couple seconds yeah maybe Lots of sure <laughs> and you're you're very much of the rule that if you're walking on the sidewalk you're on the right side 
I just want to find out literally, literally on the right or left, or right as incorrect. Right as in the directional. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Any other sort of sidewalk rules we should know about? Well, I if think you're walking like, two abreast and one person is coming, in that situation, you're walking two abreast. Yes, you and Hope are walking. That. One person's coming. What's the what's the correct etiquette at that juncture? Single file. Yeah, right. So true. So I usually say people, woman to the back. I've always said woman to the back. <laughs> yeah. Well, obviously, if you're walking with a woman, the woman should already be behind, so that's not going to. That's be doggy problem. style, right? <laughs> woman to the back. Woman to the back. I believe a woman walking behind a man on a sidewalk is doggy style. <laughs> and that is your right to believe. Yeah. Yeah, dude, you're but right. du- dude, double, double, two, two v two people on the sidewalk. <sighs> that Fight. is hell. Where people don't single file. I'll I'll single file half a block away from the person mm-hmm. and hopes yeah, like trying prepare. to talk to me, and I'm like. <laughs> This isn't talking time. This is walking. We have time. to prepare for in five minutes. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna be passing another vessel. Yeah, and look, they both have Cubs jerseys on. They're dominant. They're not gonna. They're and not when gonna they do don't, anything. when they don't file down, it's like we've already provided the model for what you're supposed to do, and you're still yeah. not no. doing yeah. it. Dominant. You know. Yeah, I mean, I'm I, a sidewalk. I can be oblivious at times, so I know that I'm probably sometimes distracted and not doing the right thing. So maybe those people are oblivious, but also maybe those people are also. But you live um, in New York. You have a different etiquette to adhere to. mm, Kill or be killed. Kill or be killed, right. (laughs) (laughs) I think also dogs complicate it. Like I'm willing to like go to a different side. Like if it's like if the dog – if I if the right side is near the grass, I'll mm. go to the left so the dog can stay near the grass, right? Hundred percent. But sometimes, weirdly, people like move their dogs, and I'm like, why does your dog want to be on the fucking sidewalk? Like, but you know, I feel like dog owners are are usually a little bit more self aware, too. Yeah, yeah, they're conscious of their space, mm. yeah. space that they take up. Mm-hmm. You heard it here first. Dave Marr wants to kill all dogs for his kill one <laughs> Wait, thing. What? No. <laughs> so That's we heard dogs, and we will be editing this. Great. <laughs> kill one thing. Dogs. Dogs. I feel pretty. I feel pretty good about that. We could go silent discos. We could go kids who you don't know talking to you while you're talking to kids you do know, <laughs> which was a thing that happened to me recently. That's right. But- I'm, gonna, I'm just going to stick with like, I signed up for an interaction with my nephew Not yeah. whoever you are yeah, playground yeah. Boy. It was rough dude I was just like Yeah it's not my job to like Parent you you know Hello like, Yeah. Have you heard about Paw Patrol Like no and where's your mom Yeah right right So yeah so th- those are Those are things but I feel good The way we fleshed out this sidewalk thing I, I feel good about it Yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of little pieces of hell there, perhaps. <laughs> I, I legit do believe that there's some way that I can make a whole show about like the rules <laughs> of the sidewalk. I, I am so down for that. Like show. I don't know that how I could I do it, but everyone that I've ex- but that I've pitched that idea to, I feel like they're ready to buy tickets right away. But I don't know what how you would make a full show out of it. Well, already, already, one part has to be every audience member coming up to the stage and being like, "Show me how you pass somebody." Else. Yeah, 
Get in line. <laughs> like, what's your facial thing? What's yeah. your? It's gonna be like that magician show that was on Hulu. Like oh the program is just going to be people crying. What was that dude's name? Oh. Derek Delgadio. Whoa. Hope Damn. does a really good impression of him. She just like <laughs> she just looks at me and is just like entrepreneur. <laughs> Writer. And then you start crying. <laughs> you start crying. Brother. Just yeah, it's like oh my Listener. god, just the way just the series oh fuck that show dude. That Bill show Gates. was so yeah, I didn't like that show. I'll have to watch it again. I didn't like that show for what it could have been. And then mm-hmm. ugh, it was just, yeah. Well, I want it to be like, what's real here, dude, about you? <laughs> like, I, yeah. like, what's his real biography? I, I couldn't kind of get at it. But also, that's my whole other thing. I just want to, any sort of thing that's like a narrative or an artifice or or just not someone stating their opinion, I kind of don't have time for it, which is my problem. <laughs> I'm like, you okay, you're telling a magic this story show, here with sort of characters that you wrote. Um, I just want to know what your name is and what sort right. of your opinion. <laughs> and instead he's like, my mom is gay. Like, oh, okay. Right, right. Yeah. Did yeah. she say you could share her business like that? On <laughs> yeah, she might be embarrassed. <laughs> okay, and canceled. Yeah. <laughs> Podcast over. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, well, Claire, should we ask the question that we kind of – the kind of final question? Yes. Which is your and kind of middle question, which will be our final question. Yes, and this is Megan's ingenious cr- phrasing that I'm about to say. Is your, your coma yeah. still your coma? Oh. Question mark. Mm. Question mark. Two question mm. marks. That's good. I, f- I think I was like, what are they going to – they're going to do something with this. <laughs> oh, good job. <laughs> Good job, ladies. Um, <laughs> okay. Is my com- – hold on a second. I have to like – I didn't write down – what was that la- – That oh, kill one thing. Right, right, right. Okay. I'm just keeping time codes so I can like do some editing. Okay. It feels uh, so unfair that you have to edit this. Uh, um, is my coma still my coma? I mean, my gut reaction is yes. It's like, of course. I haven't had any. <laughs> you assholes. Like, what? But the thing that I'll say is that um, not the, it's not, it's not that I've changed in a different way because of it. It's that the things I'm reckoning with about it have changed mm. yeah does that make oh, sense wow. new yeah, layers yeah. new layers and it kind of means something different to me now like i imagine it might keep changing um yeah would someone listen to this point of the podcast and not know that I was in a coma and need that explained? Potentially. So, but they, we did reference it earlier. Yeah, right. That's true. Also, if this is the first episode you're listening to, bad decision. Yeah, this is the reverse of Rue. Please go to any of the other podcasts. It's been explained. Why? Because so I am I the least interesting guest? No, I've- because no. we're the floppiest hosts. 
Yeah, we. I don't know. Could be. Could be. Could be seen as either way. (laughs) No, here's the thing. It's like this. This podcast will be more. I'm assuming it's like a a listener that's listened to at least two or three, and they're like, "Oh, okay, now we're hearing the." It it does to start with the reverse roo. What are you doing? Potentially confusing. It's like tenant. You got to go for it. Because I feel like in the podcast, when you you will explain it to people, you'll be like, because the question, what's your coma, is kind of a little bit um, non sequitur. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. Unless you're like, okay, so the the thing is, I I was in a coma this time. You know, you kind of explain that to people, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I say I was in a coma for a month and I woke up and there was a time when I was almost taken off life support and people eulogized me on Facebook and I got to wake up and see those and. Um, so yeah, the things that it did mean were like, you know, I took better control of my diabetes and I, and I, uh, got sober and then, you know, I kind of reckoned with it in the shows in the two one man shows so far and like what it you know, what it means about like the meat, what it says about life, what it says about death, what my experience is like from observing the Facebook eulogies, you know, like I feel like I have thoughts about grief that are more definite now, you know, or maybe that other people haven't considered or something like that. Mm -hmm. But the thing that I've been thinking about it now that it's like changing me but but I don't know if it's like a big change if I'm if I'm changing into some whole other person, but like is just friendship stuff. Mm. Um like really almost everyone who I won't even say pretended, almost everyone who gave a shit during that time. did not continue to give a shit in the same way. Yeah. Six months later. Yep. And part of that is I was already prone to selfishness and ego. And so it's on me a little bit for seeing all these eulogies and being like, Oh, I'm like the main character in Chicago comedy now. You know, like that's going to just continue, you know, like that's like, that's, that's on, that's on me a little bit, but it is something that I've noticed across lots of things when people have these experiences is people stop showing up. Right. So like you get an abortion or you have a kid and people are bringing Mm. you all the food and then six months later when it really, it, when you're the afterglow has worn off, then no one's there. You really you know? need the help. Or your friend dies or mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, whatever. I, I mean, there's just like tapping into like a major human nature thing is that yeah, absolutely. we are like as humans kind of good at rallying at a point of crisis, but not necessarily do we have the cultural structures in place or like, are do we know are we trained i mean i think it's like that's maybe a bit of a um like a cop out but do we know how to check in or keep checking in 
that's like a skill or like providing help later. Cause we all know it's like, Oh, somebody has a baby. Okay. There's like a food tree. Mm-hmm, it seems mm-hmm. like people bring food for a month. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody's in the hospital. Okay. There's a food tree. <laughs> people bring <laughs> right, food. Right. You know, there's, some, but it's like, how do you continue being a person that helps, you know, mm. later or, or just a friend? How, how, you know, how do you kind of be a friend? I don't know that. Yeah, totally. I mean, and I'm as guilty of it as anyone. Uh, but, but, but it's just, it's just the thinking of, of, is it, I don't know. I, it's, I'm having so many thoughts at once, but, but the thing that I'm thinking of right now is of a comedian who I know, you know, Megan, I'm not sure if you know, Claire, Jonathan Giuseppe, um, who is like fighting cancer and they've had cancer. Like they had a cancer, they had cancer long enough ago that they had a cancer scare and it was, and they treated it and then they wrote a show about it and like did the show. And then they're currently dealing with like a recurrence uh, of, of the cancer. And there was a big GoFundMe, but it's like after the GoFundMe, what happens? You know what I mean? It's like yeah. it, 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 people are too adaptable, but then it's also like, well, what you can't, you can't force the Chicago comedy scene to be about you the whole time. Not talking about Jonathan at this point, talking about myself, you know what I mean? Right. So it's like people do have to keep living their lives. But at the same time, um, I do want to better- be a little vague with this. But I did have a friend die a few years ago. And um, I went to his funeral. And it was with people who I knew kind of well and would have considered like sort of a friend group. Um, And then when we were all like at a house afterward uh, talking about our mutual friend, the way they were talking with each other, um, I just had this moment where I was like, these aren't my friends. Like Mm. these, this is actually like the guy I was closest to these people is like the guy who died. Um, And I don't feel at home with these people. Um, And I also, I'm aware that it's like selfish to think about yourself during a funeral, blah, blah, blah. But to be honest, like I think everyone thinks about that stuff and who gives a shit. That's human. (laughs) But right. And so, so yeah. So, so that kind of stuff. And those were people who were around, who were aware of my coma and stuff. And so, especially after the pandemic, not after the pandemic, after starting a pandemic, right? After like having been in quarantine, I'm thinking a lot about like, who do I want? Who is it worth it to take a 45 minute bus ride to go see two, two ways? You know, I'm like, is, yeah, there's talk about thinking so many thoughts. Like, I also just feel like this is like sort of a bummer thing about getting older, like getting into your 30s a little bit where it's like mm-hmm. your circles get a little smaller. Yes. And it's like, there's that joy in like kind of the wider circle and this, but then when you get into real life stuff, it's like, oh yeah, to kind 
you can't be in that many people's lives or have that many people in your life in it in sort of there's there's some lifting to be done or there's some work or whatever but i don't know but also the the one thing that you're talking that i would feel like is something that maybe could be addressed like in my own life is like i never want to not reach out or not whatever because i just feel weird yeah, like I, totally. Like, like if I think to reach out, it's like, okay, God, did I like Dave? Did I like check in? Like, did I like talk to you? Like, a, you know, we had a couple of calls, but like, did I talk? Did I say, hey, by the way, I'm going to call you? I, I call, like, did I call you enough? Post all that? Probably not. And that's like my emotional immaturity where I was like, I probably couldn't. I was like, I can't handle it. I don't know what to ask or that fear of like, and I think what you gain having gone through something difficult or tough is that you can't really say the wrong thing just having someone you know you you wouldn't say i did call you more or checked in more you wouldn't be like dang like megan like called but like she was like asking like wrong question you know like (laughs) no 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 totally you you or when people are like oh they've got too many people reaching out to them it's like no that's not an excuse either you know yeah maybe wait two weeks and then call or or text or something yeah. but like yeah the idea of like oh they've already got too many people is like no 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 but i think there's the yeah, other thing like, is that during yeah. that coma there were people who i was really close to who i thought i was really close to who were very intimately involved in that whole situation who i haven't talked to in years Okay. Who I would have but thought. But there's also. Oh, yeah, wait, go keep ahead. going, Dave. No, no, no. Who you would have thought. No, been... people who I would have thought would be like friends forever. And now I'm like, what happened? Uh, and yeah. I, I do think there's like this thing about like this sort of amoeba of people that we all are, this like all of us together make up kind of this being. And some of us are. There are people that you know that are like, oh, they're kind of there. They're there for the hard time people, mm-hmm. you know? It's right. like, and it's like, okay, those are like the people that are sort of like, they, they're like down to dive in at those moments and like be there. But they also might not be people that are great at being there for just like the fun hangs. Yeah. And it's like, it's like foul weather how- friends. yeah Yeah, yeah. or like like i feel like there are people that you kind of like see and i might see in like a joking or judgmental way where i'm like oh (laughs) that's a person that you meet at your lowest point or they tend to meet people at their lowest point and that's just kind of like where they are to either that's kind of where they are or it's kind of like where they feel comfortable meeting people or they're just that's their skill Mm -hmm. or whatever Mm -hmm. and then there's also this question of like what is it what you know because we all have this idea of like okay i'm such great friends with this person we do not talk but when we see each other we pick up right where we left off or whatever so then it's like what does it require then we all have to have like our definition of like what does it require for someone else to be my friend and do i meet their definition yeah, of a friend yeah totally and like i don't know but 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 this thing about like really being there for people in the long run, not just that, like when we all found out you had cancer or whatever, mm-hmm. that feels like something that we just like need to get better at as a culture or something. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Or, or, or do we all just get like distracted with our own lives? 
I, what's the answer? I'm like, so I'm like, oh, I'll, maybe we'll, I'm like, we'll, well think about when you said, you said something earlier and I forget what it was, but that, that made me think like, oh, it isn't just human nature. It's definitely cultural, right? Like we've mm-hmm. all heard about those cultures where it's like, no, people are when like people are with people the whole time when they're like, or even like, I don't know that much about sitting Shiva, but it seems mm-hmm. kind of like that, you know, like yeah, the way, right. pe- the way that like people treat, you know, grieving people when they're sitting Shiva seems like kind yeah. of nice. And, or, and maybe it's not even that people stick around, but a similar thing is they definitely are okay with that person just like being a wreck from what mm-hmm. I understand. They're like, Oh, she's sitting Shiva. She's a ret. Like, yeah. Why would I expect this person to like interact normally? So, yeah, I think it makes sense that like cultures would have something like sitting Shiva or like other rituals around grieving, because I think it is like naturally not our comfort zone, and it's like well. The religion we all belong to says we have to go to their house and hang out with them. So we're going to do it because it's the right thing to do and it's not comfy and we're going to bring food. Like it's like – and whether it's like written up or like just like the cultural context, like it's like that's what you do. You bring like a lasagna. Come on. Let's go. Like I think it is one of those things that's like, look, this isn't comfortable, but we're going to be glad we did it. And I feel like there's like cultures that have rules on the books because – we know it's not our comfort zone, but it's like, we know it is needed. <laughs> I wonder, because I think some people, it genuinely does seem to be ingrained. Their comfort zone. Like culturally. Oh, interesting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I, I don't know. So the, the friend thing, I just, the, the thing that's really tough is I don't know the extent to which my self-pity is correct so to speak or not you know like it's like okay well i feel abandoned by the chicago comedy scene for Mm -hmm. instance which is just that's not like a hypothetical that's like literally a thing that i feel sometimes right yeah is that true is that not true i mean ultimately the answer is like probably i just have to think the thing that is most helpful to me like if 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 the effect of thinking I was abandoned is that I stopped making work or stopped mm. looking for places to perform, then I better stop thinking I was abandoned, you know? But if it's like just a thing I think, and it makes me seek out other people who I feel more cared for, then maybe it's fine that I think that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So that's just the kind of stuff that I'm thinking is just like, right. Are there different, obviously there are different types of friends. Like Mm. who are those friends? Do do I want all the different types or do I want just like a few people who can be fair and foul weather and help you move and do this and do that? You know what I mean? (laughs) He moved. Um, He moved. But I don't think it would be like beyond the stretch of the imagination to say like, okay, a bunch of comedians in their mid twenties, like maybe didn't do a great job. Of like handling your coma, yeah, that's <laughs> or, or totally like legit. being like like figuring out, like I think that's like not self pity. That's just like okay, yeah, this was like as fun a group of people this was to sort of like party with and like do improv sets with. They maybe weren't the most healthy group of people to sort of go through a major health crisis with. Oh well, see, that's the difference is. 
I they were there probably for the should have. No, I should have specified stand up. Like I feel, oh. I what's crazy is I still the people I'm still closest to are people I started just doing improv with. Mm, like yeah. I, well, I don't cool. really have any friends I made from just stand up who I consider like close friends. Dave, me either. Like okay, well, it's not like a comparison. I don't know. No, what, no, is this but- like a fight or something? <laughs> Like, hold on. I just want to try to, like, make sure I win. But but I have a theory about why that is. Okay. When you first are, like, going into – I think if we had, like, just moved to Chicago and then tried to be in the stand-up – been like, okay, we're just stand-ups, like, not having this idea about trying to right. take improv – you would have been, yeah. like, open, open, looking for friends, whatever. That would have been your people. But it's just the the, the people that you meet. You're, you're more open when you first get to a place you don't have any friend you know you just like find people like you're yeah and also but I definitely I feel think... like I had a crew in stand-up and then that's cool but then then I didn't then they it then it just it they all disappeared mm. and you have and you and and now that's the mystery because maybe they're all together somewhere or have we called the police and you know, <laughs> well we don't call the police. <laughs> Right. We killed that thing. It's <laughs> just an expression. Um, <laughs> it's just an um, expression. And of course, I mean, you know, <laughs> here's the thing. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I, now I'm just like, well, also stand up is like, okay, then we just talk about it's like, it's a little bit more of an individual art form or people just kind of like sure. a little bit more <laughs> indi- individual Lucy's or Sally's or. I'm ready or to just come out and say that stand ups are fundamentally worse people. <laughs> <laughs> Correlation, causation. Famously, the two go together, I think. <laughs> I mean, interesting. Theory. I d- right. Do you do you also recognize that as a joke, Megan? But feel weirdly implicated by it. <laughs> That's the show. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked it, please do consider supporting on Patreon. Patreon.com/slash Dave Marr. You can also write a review of the podcast if you use Apple Podcasts. I'm not all about corporate Apple whatever, but uh, it's it's nice to know that people like the show. You can also email me. This is Dave Mara, gmail.com, and I will respond to any thoughts you have there. Almost any thoughts. Okay, that's all. Remember, until next week, you are a mist. Have faith. You are human. 